O God, who prepared a fit dwelling place for the Holy Spirit in the heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary, graciously grant that, through her intercession, we may be a worthy temple of your glory. These are the words of the opening prayer or collect of the Mass for the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Thinking about those words, it struck me that before the Holy Spirit works the wonder of the, of the Incarnation, whereby the eternal Word, Jesus Christ, comes to dwell in the Virgin's womb, the Holy Spirit has first been given full dwelling rights in the Blessed Virgin's heart, the Immaculate Heart. Immaculate. This is a word very dear to us Catholics. Immaculate, meaning without stain, spotless, untainted, all pure, all holy. Biblically, the heart denotes the entire interior reality of a person, who they truly are in relation to God and thereafter in relation to the world around them. The heart is the core of the person, and indeed that word, core, derives from the Latin word for heart, core. The heart is the place of encounter with the all-holy God who knows us to the deepest core of our being. Jesus, in the Gospel Beatitudes, says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. What then are we to make of a heart that is immaculate? as our Blessed Lady's heart was and is. That Immaculate Heart is truly a place of encounter with the Living God, profoundly ever turned towards Him and in deepest relationship with Him. Mary's core is completely centred on God and the things of God. Is it any wonder then that the Church's prayer on this feast speaks of the Immaculate Heart of Mary being a fit, a worthy dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. Mary's Immaculate Heart is a worthy dwelling place or tabernacle of the Holy Spirit because the same Holy Spirit preserved her from the slightest taint of sin in her Immaculate Conception. Truly, her Immaculate Heart is a wondrous work of love and grace wrought by the Holy Spirit. It is to that Immaculate Heart that the Church directs our attention today. Yesterday we celebrated the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Today we venerate the heart of his Mother, a heart that was aligned to his heart in an unparalleled and unmatched way. The Gospel tells us that Mary stored up all these things in her heart, these things being all the life mission, words, teaching, and example of Jesus, her Son. She stored these things up, is how the translation we have put it. Other translations speak of her treasuring these things, and others speak of Mary pondering these things in her heart. She stored up these, her experiences of Jesus, precisely because she treasured them, valued them, and made them the objects of her pondering. 
in one of the most famous passages in the Old Testament, known to every Jew as the Shema, we hear this direction from the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These words I am commanding you today are to be written on your hearts, and you shall teach them diligently to your children, and speak of them when you sit at home, and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them as reminders on your hands, and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. Jesus himself quotes from this passage when asked what is the greatest commandment. And what is this but a command to love God and to take all he is and says and does to heart and to ponder it over and over again? Our Blessed Lady does precisely that with all that Jesus is and does and says. The intuition of the faithful people of God is to draw close to the heart of Mary, confident that we will find there rich treasures from Christ and about Christ. And the time-honoured way in which we draw close to the pondering heart of Mary is through the praying of her Holy Rosary, whereby the mysteries of the life and mission of Jesus are put before us, that we would ponder them in union with Our Lady. Many birds feed their chicks by first partially digesting the food for them. The mother takes the whole food into her stomach and begins to break it down before passing it back through her mouth into the mouths and stomachs of her chicks. Our Lady, our mother, has taken the mysteries of Jesus' life and turned them over and over in her Immaculate Heart. And through the Rosary, she makes them available and accessible to our hearts, a sweet nourishment for our souls. Today, on this Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we look to the heart which has loved Jesus in a way we cannot begin to fathom or equal. But her heart's desire is that all our hearts would come to know and love him as fully as we can. Is my heart immaculate? Is your heart immaculate? No. But with Our Lady's intercession and help, our hearts can become more fitting temples of the Holy Spirit, more similar to her heart, and ultimately more like unto the heart of Jesus himself. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make my heart like unto thine. Immaculate heart of Mary, cause of our joy, pray for us.